Hi, my name is Allie. And my name is Yami. And thank you for coming back to AQ hey, the Coffee. And <laughs> so today we're at one of our favorite locations. So, so oh, okay, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> so we are at Starbucks Coffee, and it's located at 2724 West University, Unit A, Edinburgh, Texas. So the Starbucks by University. By UTRGV. <laughs> right next to IHOP. Oh, yes. This is very convenient. I love IHOP and I love Starbucks. So I get my Starbucks and then I go get some IHOP. Yum. Anyways, <laughs> this is one of my favorite Starbucks. Is I guess it's because of the people that are here. We know the, the people too well. Yeah, we do know the people a lot. And, you know, the baristas are very nice. They're very sweet. They're very understanding when it, coming, when it comes to, like, um, I guess how complicated your drink is if i'm being completely honest because my drink is always complicated but not today <laughs> not today today i got a iced peach green tea lemonade and i added some strawberry pieces and a light light splash of strawberry i say to spice it up a little bit spice it up. <laughs> I love but that. i did um put half the pumps of sweetener because i mean if i already have all that stuff going on yeah I mean, not we don't need that much sugar <laughs> honestly um we decided not to drink coffee today i guess it's because tomorrow yesterday i drank like four cold brews and i was up to like five in the morning it was a bad idea to have that much coffee late at night so yeah we decided to let's have something that does have caffeine but it's not gonna kick us like kick in like super duper fast Honestly. and it's not gonna um we're not gonna have like that crash at the end or anything or keep us up that late so we i also got a iced peach green tea lemonade i got it sweetened with the regular pumps and I also added strawberry pieces, not the little strawberry acai juice. I just wanted the pieces, pieces to... The flare. The, just, yeah, to <laughs> flare it up and <laughs> to make it look a little bit more presentable and just to eat at the end, <laughs> I'm going to be you honest. Know, honestly, at the end of the day, I feel like it's very refreshing, especially when you feel kind of like burnout. Yeah, burnout. Man, Man. what is burnout, Ellie? So that's our topic for today. <laughs> and that was a good transition, though. <laughs> Today's our topic is talking about burnout. So what is it? According to Psychology Today, burnout is a state of emotional, mental, and often physical exhaustion brought to you by prolonged stress. Though it's most often caused by problems at work, it can also appear in other areas of life. For example, relationships, you know, School. either whether it's romantic or even friendships or family, you know, parenting caretaking school life in general oh my god very, school <laughs> life school. in general could be very exhausting especially school dude oh my god school school is just something and trying to kind of juggle everything all at once can cause burnout so what are the common signs that you could look for when you think that you are burnt out so there are four signs of being burned out and the first one is exhaustion so being super duper tired not wanting to do anything at all because literally that's my mood right now i don't <laughs> want to do anything <laughs> um reduce creativity you're not as um, creative as you were before and stuff like that there is also a lack of performance so you are performing really bad so if you're at a job you are burned out you don't want to be there you're exhausted you don't have the energy so it's obviously going to affect the way you work and also feeling useless once again it's just um, if you have exhaustion you are reducing creativity you're doing a poor performance you feel useless you're like what am i even doing here at work mm -hmm. you know i just came here just because i need the money but do i really need it am i really helping anybody out here yeah. so those are some four signs that you could pay attention to on your daily life to see if you are feeling burned out 
So there are also, you know, five stages of burnout. So the first one we're going to be talking about is the honeymoon phase. When we undertake a task, a new task, we often start by experiencing high job satisfaction. You know, the commitment that is put into it. We have high energy. The creativity is off the charts. Everything is there, what they were looking for, and yeah, everything is and there. Yeah, you're literally on the top of your game. This is especially true when you get a new job or if you're starting something new. For example, us, we're starting a new podcast. We're we're hoping we don't get burned out because yes. we have a lot <laughs> in our life, right? So You know, and you're, if you're just starting school or, you know, just new things that come into your life that you end up, you know, overachieving in. And in the first phase of burnout, you may begin to experience predictive stress of, you know, of the stuff that you're undertaking. So it's important to start implementing positive coping strategies such as taking practical steps to support your well-being alongside your professional ventures. The theory is that we create good coping strategies at this stage. We can continue to be in the honeymoon phase indefinitely. So basically, you know, the symptoms of kind of like the honeymoon phase is like the job satisfaction, sustained energy levels, you know, always trying to take that responsibility and committing to the job um, at hand. And, you know, you're trying to prove yourself and have that free flow of creativity. So what you're trying to do when you're in this phase is try to have a plan to deal with your stress, to have a plan to deal with those moments in life where you feel like, oh, dang, I, I didn't really do it this well today. You know, like be easy on yourself. Like yeah, it's okay not, no to mess perfect. up. No, and it's okay to mess up. It's okay to not be 110% every single time you go out work. You know, don't try to overexhaust yourself when you go to work. Like just do what you need to do and that's it. Stop trying to over do yourself yes. you know and then this doesn't like just go into work like honeymoon phase a lot of people hear it when you're in a relationship mm -hmm. as well like everything is all rainbows and everything like you never get to see the dark side or anything because you're like oh my gosh like i'm just gonna go drop the, my like my boyfriend or girlfriend at their house we're just gonna see each other for a bit and this and that but then sometimes one person might feel like they're putting a lot of effort into going like trying to see their partner and the other person is just like chilling at the back then like, me yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no like just chilling and like i feel like that builds up like conflict and stuff like that and like yeah. you said like well do that person doesn't even care for me or stuff like that because they are putting too much work than what the other person is so that's like um that's another like way you can also describe a honeymoon phase because it doesn't just have to be exactly for work or anything yeah, it could like be school again even if you're in a work um like doing a group project or something mm -hmm. like you might be doing more work than everyone else is doing and, and don't forget to set, bound set boundaries yes. especially not only like in group projects but in relationships and family um, problems mm -hmm. too in family um, it comes a lot where it's like oh well I'm the older sibling like I have to take on that responsibility oh my god I'm yeah <laughs> I'm doing all this stuff I have to take the responsibility of taking this you know my sibling to over here or making sure that I have to pay this because I'm older mm -hmm. it's like hey don't forget to set boundaries for yourself too like i understand that you want to go out and eat i understand that you want to go out and play but hey i'm tired too let me rest and we'll do it some other day we'll yeah. plan it ahead of time and figure this out together and the same thing in the relationship like don't forget to communicate again it communication is key communication <laughs> is key where you have to communicate with the people around you to not burn yourself out you know you have to communicate with them you have to be able to tell them i i'm not the best right now and you have to work with me then try to overwork me. yeah and then they're gonna find ways to help you out be like okay i see like this person is already feeling overwhelmed like let me let's say if you're at work okay switch me or something or in a relationship like hey what's up like i you know you need, need to tell you. me because um communication like we said like it is key because how do you expect someone to know 
how, like what you're going through, how you're feeling and stuff like that when you don't say anything. Yes, like you may be showing it, like white face expressions or something or doing like um, slamming something but and whatever. The passive aggressive. Passive aggressiveness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, passive aggressiveness. But they're not going to catch up to it, you know? Like mm-hmm. maybe some people will notice it, not everyone notices it though. So it's always good to communicate how you're feeling so that people could help release some stress and everything so that you don't feel burned out. So um moving on, there is also the, the second, second stage, stage which is onset of stress. The second stage of burnout begins with an awareness of some days being more difficult than uh, than others. You may find your optimism waning wanting <laughs> truly what <laughs> yeah as well as notice common stress symptoms affecting your physical mentally or emotionally so um some common symptoms include high blood pressure inability to focus um being irritated job dissatisfaction dissatisfaction English? i got you bro, this is why worry. i'm a math major and not, not an, an english, english major, major. <laughs> there's also a lack of sleep or reduce the quality of sleep mm-hmm. the lack of social interaction low productivity unusual heart rhythms anxiety avoidance of decision making <laughs> me and Allie we can't make up a mind change in appetite or diet fatigue forgetfulness general neglect of personal needs grinding your teeth at night I grind my teeth a lot at night and it's because I, I get stressed and I go to sleep thinking about everything mm-hmm. um, headaches and heart um, well, again, like little heart problems and all like that. Hop, hop, so those are, yes, those are some symptoms that come in with like the onset of stress. So it's always best to try and release your stress through some other ways because it doesn't just affect you of how you are, um, emotionally. And, well, well, yeah, like emotion, if it affects you emotionally, right. But the, also the way you are or work or somewhere, you know, like how you're doing your job, but as well as, um, all that stress could lead to having actual health. Issues. issues like mental and actually like physical body issues and all of that so it's always good to um communicate again communication 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 <laughs> is always going to be the key to everything in life and even communication with yourself i think that's yes. also very important yes. try to realize when you're in overly stressed you mm-hmm. know don't try to keep saying no but i'm okay I'm oh okay. yes i if got it okay, i got it yeah if you're not okay then let yourself be okay that you're not okay that sounded like a whole mouthful, right? But um, it's understandable. You, no one's perfect, like we said in the beginning. If you're overly stressed, let yourself have that time to relax. Don't be picking up those shifts. Don't be trying to have extra credit. Don't be doing your homework like, oh, I need to do it on Monday because if I don't, then I'm going to mess up my whole system. It's okay yeah. to let yourself take it easy once in a while. And not every day is perfect and stuff like that. And like she was saying, don't overload yourself with a, like a lot of work when you know you can't handle it but you're pushing through to handle it like yes it's okay to sometimes do that because like you want to like yeah do the best out of yourself and all that but why are you going to try and do that when you're just hurting yourself even more exactly so then the search the third the stage third. <laughs> sorry third stage the third stage is chronic stress the third stage of burnout is chronic stress. This is a marked change in your stress levels, going from motivation to experiencing stress on an incredibly frequent basis. You may also experience more intense symptoms than those of stage two, which is, you know, the lack of hobbies, the missed work deadlines and or targets, the persistent tiredness in the morning, physical illness, procrastination, at not only at home, but also at work, at school. Um, the repeated lateness for work, resentfulness, social withdrawals from friends and family, and trying to, you know, always be so aggressive and have, you know, your anger.
anger behavior kind of fixed up (laughs) get it fixed up honey you know having um decreased kind of denial problems at work feeling threatened threatening threatening how do you say threatened threatening threat (laughs) wait what are you trying to say threatened 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 Feeling threatened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I okay. Like, it okay. took me a while, dude. Um, <laughs> feeling threatened or panicked or feeling pressured out of control. You know, there's also um, <clears throat> this is, is going to sound bad for us, but increased caffeination consumption. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this is why I had an issue, right? Where I was just having too much caffeine that I got a kidney soda and I was having problems and all that, like with my health, right? But. The reason why I was drinking so much caffeine is because, oh my gosh, like I'm picking up shifts left and right. I have to do homework. I have to do this. I have to do that. And I needed the energy that in reality I did not have mm-hmm. in my body. My body was like, girl, go to sleep. But I was like, I got to I gotta wake up early. I got to stay up late. Like I need that coffee and stuff. So um, the consumption of coffee is good and bad. <laughs> yeah. It's good and bad. You just got to learn how to control it. And now I'm getting better instead of getting like hardcore straight like hardcore straight coffee like cold brew black yes (laughs) um i'm getting like teas and stuff like that and also i'm keeping up with water (laughs) making sure i drink three to four cups of water for every cup of coffee that i have Mm -hmm. i'm trying it works out sometimes but sometimes it doesn't but i'm not giving up okay (laughs) i am drinking my water so um chill out on the coffee a bit although on this podcast we do drink coffee yeah (laughs) but you see if if you noticed um we don't even get big ones we haven't been getting big ones but no we also have been getting teas to try to have people also who don't drink who drink don't drink coffee you know try teas you know um i think for me the way i experienced chronic stress was during our first semester of college oh my god um i was kind of struggling with my mental health and i didn't want to make it clear that i was not okay and so i kept saying like i'm fine i was i was kind of the one of those people where i didn't want to take medicine and i didn't believe in medicine and i didn't believe that medicine can actually help a person so i was trying my best to be okay by myself um i was also being i was also a part of a retreat where i was one of the leaders so i had to make sure that everybody was you know on time i have to make sure that everybody was doing something and like everything was planned out ahead of time that the food was ready that the place was already like located you know just so many things that i had to kind of deal with and then only that but i also had my first job and i had to I, I wanted to be the overachiever. I wanted to be the one picking up the shifts. I wanted to be the one where when people looked and be like, oh, wow, she's doing a lot, you know? Yeah. And I had school. I had, you know, trying to always ace my classes because I came from an early college where if you didn't get an A, then you were dumb. And if you didn't, you know, pass your class the first time around, then what are you doing in that career? You know, kind of always making me feel like I had to overachieve myself and overwork myself you know study at three in the morning so that I could wake up at four in the morning and take my class you know and so there was just so much that I had to do so much that I wanted to be perfect and not only that but you know I was barely no I'm fine (laughs) don't cry your voice started sounding like a little bit like (laughs) no like um it's kind of you know made me realize a lot of things where I was trying to you know make sure that my family was okay too I was trying to make sure my friends were okay and then I also had to make sure that you know work was fine school and then the retreat and then so many things that were trying to get that were lying together that I had to make perfect and that's one of the problems and then you Nothing's made yourself perfect. you and made yourself I forgot like, about my mental yeah. health 
I forgot about how I felt and I kept saying I don't need medicine you know I'll just do like yoga or I'll like drink coffee so I could be happy because that's what I did I drank coffee so I could be happy because it was like your happy place and then you like put out a massive saying like my life is yeah. good there's nothing wrong and then you'll go like behind the doors like you'll mm-hmm. go home and everything and then you'll see everything that's going on not just like there with your family but like with yourself and stuff so. yeah and so like behind doors like i would cry myself to sleep because i was so stressed like i was like everything needs to be perfect why am i not perfect why am i not doing everything that i used to do because high school was so much easier even though i had college classes and i had so many things oh you my know? gosh yes and like i can relate so much like you because she didn't have like she's not the only one that went through a rough first semester yeah. i did too and then i also did came like i went to an early college and so I was doing high school and college at the same time, yeah. right? So I was a full-time high school student and a full-time college and student. And she had two jobs. Yes, and I worked two jobs. And because I, my my dad had, oh, it's so sad now. <laughs> my dad had left, right? So my mom was the only one. Uh, well, she wasn't working at the time. And nobody could get a job but me. So I was my junior year. I was doing dance. I was, like, um, doing, obviously, like, the classes and all that. And I had to like make a sacrifice and I stopped dancing because that's something I really like to do. And I got a job and then I was like, you know what, I need to start helping out a lot more. Then I got another job. So I was working two jobs in high school and all of that. And then balancing my life, like, uh, you know, like being social. I lost some friends because of that as well because they're like, oh my gosh, you never have time. Like senior year, you couldn't go to parties or whatever. I'm like, uh, I got better things to do like i had to wake up at six in the morning or five in the morning go all the way drive 30 minutes from my house so that i can go to work and then i just sat right after that drive another 30 minutes back and work till two in the morning Mm -hmm. like i just didn't have the time for that and thankfully like um i had like my mom's support and like all of that but even in college when when we went to the university we're like oh this is going to be a lot more easier i only have class four times a four times a week and that's it i have more free time i don't work two jobs now i only work one job and this and that and then it just all came and hit me (laughs) it all came kind of the last month of Mm -hmm. of college of that semester where we realized because we were taking the same class where we realized we were going to fail a class yes and that came crumbling down on us hard because we we've never failed the class we've never before failed the class before we've always gotten straight a's we even had um text prep were we taking class, college classes yeah as like freshmen we were, we were yeah we were like our some our eighth grade summer or something Basically. like that barely going into high school so we were like taking stuff like that already we're like oh no this is easy like Papitas, dude. If i was able like i said i was able to work two jobs go to high school and do full-time college oh here what is this this is easy and it's a math class like we love math we, we love math. it's our drug and all of that and then we got to the class we're like oh hell nah <laughs> that month we're like oh my when god he we're told stressing. us like you're gonna fail we sat in the car and we just broke down we literally did have a mental and i think that was like the first time we've ever cried to each other mm-hmm. like i remember one time i did cry freshman year but yeah <laughs> but um, that was funny though but no like this is something that we were both like oh my gosh I think like we, we, we called my mom and then yeah. we called your mom and like our we're, like, moms we were failed. telling us like hey it's okay yeah and then they let us know like hey like you know um they they took they validated the hard work that we were doing like um, working, handling our social life, handling like our school and well, we everything. Did study hard for that. Yeah, course. and we really did. Like honestly, it was just I guess um, an eye opener to us and everything. And yeah, I mean, he wasn't a great professor, right? But um, <laughs> I'm taking him. I'm so sorry. I'm taking him right now again. 
But, it, like, it was just an eye-opening experience. Like, maybe we needed to fill that class to let us know, hey, straight A's is not going to get you anywhere mm-hmm. anyway. Like, you know, I mean, it is, right? It's going to give you the degree <laughs> and that 4.0 GPA. But I'm saying, like, um, it's okay not to be perfect and stuff like that. So it just made us realize, like, yeah, okay, we know our life isn't together and we don't have to put on a mask and make it seem like it is because we are overworking ourselves more than what we should and we're teen well i'm not a teenager anymore <laughs> but we were <laughs> teens right like we were just straight out of um, high school we were 18 years old and we're learning about life and all of that and we were going through all this stuff so it was very much needed to fail that class i'm gonna be honest yeah and i think at that moment when i felt the class it still kind of hit me even though i was i was like saying like oh it's okay it's fine i was doing that thing where it's like i'm fine I'm denial okay. denial so, and then it wasn't until like January when I had saw how low my GPA was and where they told me like, hey, you're on probation. And I'm like, what does that mean? They're like, well, if you fell another class, then you get kicked out for the semester. Yeah. And then we didn't understand that because I remember she was telling me that we didn't understand that because like we came from an early college and she was like a straight A and all of that. So her GPA was really high and we didn't get like, how is it that here, you know, mm-hmm. it's not going well if she's bringing that GPA. But I forget there's one it's called an overall GPA yeah. and then there's one for UTRGV and then one from so like the UTRGV college we went to. one was bad because I had also gotten C's in my other classes and so I broke down and I had a very bad panic attack that lasted for hours and my mom like told me like you need medication she's like i'm sorry but you do and i told her like i don't want it like i don't want it i could i could do it without like just trust me like i could do it i promise and she took me to the doctor and the moment the doctor said what's wrong i broke down crying so bad and i said i can't do this anymore i can't be here anymore i just can't be dealing with all this stuff like i'm trying my best and he goes you do know that you don't just have anxiety you have depression and i'm like well that that's not me because i'm always happy like i'm fine he's like you may seem like you're fine but you overworked yourself so much to the point where your mental state is horrible and he's like you don't know what you're doing to yourself and he's like and you need to get on medication he's like i'm gonna switch out on a low dosage and i think that first week of like the medication like i was upset because i kind of felt like i was relying so much on the medication and i took it and after a month i could tell you honestly i felt a difference in myself um and then it wasn't until again you know i was at that honeymoon phase Mm -hmm. and then i felt like the cycle was over again and then they told me you don't have financial aid figure out how to pay for all your classes i was like okay yes sir i was like i'm going what i was like what do you mean like literally last minute pay five thousand dollars um i'm like okay cool and then i just kept like the cycle kept repeating itself and it wasn't until i think like last semester at the end where i was like you know what like i'm tired like i'm done like i need to realize that i'm not perfect and if i need to get a loan for money then i'll get a loan if i'm gonna fail the class and i'll just take it again if i need to be like pushed back a semester then fine i'll be pushed back a semester i can't be stressed i know like, you're gonna so be much. 21 and be like working as an actual teacher like yeah that's something too that i thought like i, I was like oh my gosh like i want to graduate i want to graduate i want to graduate and then i and then like i look and i step back i'm like you know what why am i like why am i in a hurry like yeah i want to get my life started and all of that we have but time to screw up we basically. Have time, yeah we have time to mess up and everything because once like 
you start working it's going to be the same routine every single day and all of that and like ali sent me this meme today like this little thing on instagram let me let me read it real quick um it was super funny because thinking about like how young we're going to be and like as teachers oh man it's not loading oh it says seeing people my age become teachers really makes me wonder what uh, wonder about the activities of my own teachers when I was a kid like did my teacher leave work put on a crop top go out and drink six, six margaritas only to show up the next day extremely hungover oh and my I god never, I can't even and I never noticed yeah extremely hungover and I never noticed like that is true we're gonna be 21 and we're like wow we are barely allowed to um, drink legally <laughs> and we're going to be working with kids who will probably get more drunk than we've ever gone before because we want to be high school teachers so literally like kids who are just like three years younger than what we mm-hmm. are so that's what i think about like uh i guess i can kind of have a little bit of fun here and there you know like enjoy being kind of young. Being, being yeah. young and not only that but stop worrying about what other people are saying i think that yeah. can affect me a lot and stop worrying about other people's problems because i'm sorry like that's their problem. That's too much, yeah. You know, and Ali, worry about it. mine though, okay? Oh yeah, of yeah. Course. We're just worrying for each at. other. You see, <laughs> but <laughs> don't try to take on the whole entire world's exactly. problems. You know, help them a little bit, but kind of give them that push to the work, to the point where they could do it themselves. Yeah. You know? Don't have people rely on you because we're too young to have people rely on us. I'm sorry, but it's true. <laughs> yes, it's so crazy because how do they expect me to help someone who supposedly needs to have their life set and done? But I'm over here learning how to get my life set and done mm-hmm. you know like it's it's just hard and like ali said like you can give them a little push like lift them up and let them jump don't jump for them and or anything but let them know that you're there for them like mm-hmm. i am here for you you know but i also have to be here <laughs> for myself yes. so i'm here for you i will help you as much as i can and i will try to give you all the necessary items and things to help you achieve in life but i can't go to the point where i'm breaking my back and breaking my mental health and breaking my physical just health for you, yeah. just for you and then that's something to keep in mind um like I keep this in mind for myself as well and y'all should keep in mind as well like don't do things for others do it for yourself because it's not worth it because you can literally give the world to somebody uh, okay I make it seem like if I'm give, like talking about my relationships with you. No, <laughs> my relationship is amazing but like you can do so much for a person and like you can see them at their worst and then when they're at when they're at their highest they totally forget about you yeah most definitely and you know what? And if people aren't talking cheese balls about you, and if people are telling stuff behind your back, then don't worry about them. They're in the back for the reason. They're not yes. talking straight to your face. Tell them, like, tell them, I'm gonna bend down. Just kiss my ass. Oh okay? my god, <laughs> kiss my ass, please. I just always say, no pasa nada, dude. Just continue with your life. It has <laughs> nothing to do with you. Like, just continue walking on your own path. Cause start worrying about who you want to be. Start worrying yes. about your mental health. Start realizing that you want to be the best version of yourself and it is going to take time it's just it doesn't happen overnight okay it happens over a lifetime I'm just yeah and like how we mentioned on wednesday's podcast like god doesn't put um things on your, on your doesn't path. yeah on what god doesn't put things in your path that you can't handle there you go i thought you said on your back i was like yes <laughs> well um, basically yeah on your back, you know yes. whenever you're there um so going on to the fourth stage fourth stage finally well, no, not there's finally. actually one more. My bad. But it's burnout. This is a stage of like actual burnout. So entering stage four is burnout itself, where symptoms become critical. Continuing as normal is often not possible in this state as it becomes increasingly difficult to cope. We all have our own unique limits 
limits of tolerance and it's key that you seek intervention at this stage mm -hmm. so for clinical issues please refer to like a, a doctor and stuff like that so some common symptoms for this is development of uh, mental problems <laughs> okay that came out so bad i'm so sorry but um feeling empty inside obsession over problems at work or in life pessimistic outlook on work and life physical symptoms intensify so if you have back pain leg whatever like you're putting so much stress on yourself right self-doubt self-isolation behavioral changes chronic headaches chronic stomachs or poop problems <laughs> well so a lot of like health issues start to build up as well as the, 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 the this was gonna feel like a tongue twister to me but out of nowhere just when i was about to say it, it my tongue got tight <laughs> right. but the desire to drop out of like society like not wanting to wake up any like anymore and do anything like don't want to walk out the door not even like at your own home like even yeah. pick up your room like have you ever like had those moments where that you're not feeling great or anything that you just like want to lay in bed and then you see like everything around you like the mess and all that and you're like i don't have the time and energy ah, to even do this so yeah and as well as the desire to move away from work and your family and friends like you just want to be isolated like you don't want to deal with anybody you don't want to be social yeah. or anything because you're at that point where you're like i'm done yeah i'm done i don't want to do any like i don't want to you don't want to do anything with anybody. Yeah, you don't want to I'm, see so anybody. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about my la my language, my talking, but I am tired. Tired, like I'm burned out. <laughs> no, I'm just sleepy, guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, um, so that is stage four, being burned out. But there is also one more stage that deals with burnout again. Yeah, it's called habitual burnout, and it's the final stage of burnout. Um, this means that the symptoms of burnout are so embedded into your life that you are likely to experience a significant ongoing mental, physical, emotional problems as opposed to just the occasional experiencing stress or burnout. So basically the chronic physical fatigue, chronic mental fatigue, you know, burnout syndrome, depression, sadness, anxiety, just so many things that kind of because you know you stressed yourself so much, stressed yourself out so much because you overworked yourself it kind of knocked you down way too hard and at that moment in time when you weren't able to pick yourself up and you just said you know i'm just gonna stay down here i'm just gonna you know stay in my room i'm just gonna not do anything because i just can't it gets so embedded into your life where it's just that's how it is mm -hmm. it's like when somebody's telling you you're not good enough you're not good enough you're not good enough like there's a point where you're gonna start believing that you're not good enough and burnout is basically thing. you telling yourself you're not yeah. good enough and it has to come to that point that before you get into the habitual burnout they have to realize that i'm okay like i am good enough i am worthy like you're at stage four just pure blank burnout that's the moment we need to be like hey like i gotta get up now i gotta change because once i get a stage five like there's it's gonna be a whole lot exactly. harder to get and back there's ways to overcome it yes and some ways to overcome it is acknowledge it and attempt to reorganize your priorities so that's very important and reorganize your priorities it's yourself mm -hmm. not your friend not your co-workers not anybody else but yourself then your family you know yeah like um just because like i am the oldest and i tend to put everyone in front of me and I just push myself back. So I sometimes got to step back and be like, no, like my needs are first. If I want to rest today and I don't want to take my little sisters 
to go shopping, you know, like I got to rest, you know, I had a long day. As well as stop saying yes and start saying no. That's something I have an issue with again. Like I can't say no. And it's something, it goes back to the first one, like organizing your priorities. No, get your things straight because it's always best to say no when you know you can't. As well as unplug and get off the grid. It's okay to just not talk to anybody for a day or two. You know, just isolate yourself. As well as take a vacation or give yourself give yourself a change of, of scenarios. Scenarios. Scenery. Oh, yes. Sent <laughs> <laughs> um, um But, you know, the reality of it, the reality of it is that it's not easy to overcome burnout, but just know that you are not alone. And, you know, I feel like a lot of people face this before, but it's very understandable to kind of realize that being burnt out doesn't always mean that you don't love your job. Being burnt out doesn't always mean that you're just tired. Like, it's a bigger thing, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I just feel that everybody, everybody might experience this once in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know? Everybody has to have that major burnout mm-hmm. or those little minor, like, little bit of burnouts. Because that's something, like, we, people need to understand the misconception of being burnt out and not being, or just being lazy, you know? Being burnt out and being tired. Yeah, like for example, just Yami when she's like, "I'm burnt out," but but I was like, "Nah, I'm, I'm just tired." tired. <laughs> I I corrected myself. Okay, I acknowledged that I wasn't burned out. I mean, me and Ali do have our burnouts here and there, but they're they're not as major. And another reason I think that helps is because we tell each other our problems. We're like, "I need help," mm-hmm. but like, I need I need another person's view and stuff. Like before I make a decision, all of that. Yeah, and with burnout, it's important to take kind of like the regular steps to try to prevent it. And when you try to highlight on these five steps, like we'll put the five steps on our Instagram of burnout, you kind of help yourself understand how you can prevent it from disturbing your life. You know, you have to try to realize that you are going to be okay. Like you are burned out, then fine. Then, you know, take a vacation or just be by yourself in your room, read a book, do yoga, exercise, do something that makes you happy and just have that entire day. You know, even take a couple of days for yourself and just do what makes you happy don't worry about school don't worry about friends don't worry about family don't worry about anybody else but yourself to try to help you get out of that funk up but yeah like ali said um just get go off the grid and not necessarily take a vacation like go somewhere super fancy yeah, it doesn't have like, to be like or that. Yeah, you don't have to really leave where There's you're from. There's a beautiful park. I was going to say, you can literally just go to a park and just sit there. Like, something me and Allie have been doing, and it's another reason why we usually get our homework done, like, the first day, like, on Monday, because we just sit down and read. It's, and it's so peaceful. Yeah. Like, my worries don't exist. Completely gone. Gone. School? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> we kind of just go on Mondays. We go to a coffee shop. We finish our homework within a couple of hours. And the rest of the time is just for us. Like that entire time, don't worry about all the exams we have to be taking soon. <laughs> <laughs> that's something we have to worry about it now. And yeah, because we kind of pushed it a little bit we, over. Yeah, <laughs> we kind of we hold it off. Basically. Yeah, we, we hold it off a bit. Like we just found ways. I mean, not really. The ways found us to not take the exam <laughs> like there were situations that happened like um the whole covid and then as well as the winter thing where we didn't have any power and all of that so just things obstacles kept coming our way but now we're like hey like we gotta get our 
everything straight. And we have to take together. it, yeah. We have to take the exam in a couple of weeks, actually. Yeah, if we think and you about know it in what? April. At the end of the day, like, we could do it. Like, we have the ability to do it. Yes. You know, we just have to work hard for it. You know, we have to keep going. We have to stop. Because I know what, for myself, I kept thinking to myself, like, I wasn't good enough to take the exam. Oh, my like, God. And that is so me because I felt so stupid. Because the very first time I took it and I saw my score, I was like, I really want to be a math teacher when I can't even score good at this oh type my, of math. Yeah, excuse me. You're fine. <laughs> At this type of math, like it, it just got me so mad, and I, it, I felt like very set back. And then just knowing of what had gotten in my like my practice score, I was like, am I worthy? Exactly. Like, why am I going to bother taking it if it's just going to be low, and I'm just going to disappoint myself? And then I, and I just questioned, is this even the right career I should and be doing? And then we kept practicing for that same exam, and we felt like we didn't know anything about <laughs> yes. this because at the end of the day. We already took a lot of classes that kind of... And it doesn't even have to deal with that. Like, no. tell me tell me why. Like, we're math majors, right? And we're we're planning on teaching high school math and all of that. So we're learning about proofs. We're learning about proofs. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Tell me why P and Q are true. <laughs> <laughs> the truth table, sir. <laughs> like, it's proofs, right? We're not doing any more math where you solve this equation or find the area of the circle or stuff like that. Like, it's not that math anymore. So obviously, when you don't practice something um, every single day, you lose, lose it. it. So it's just hard because we're not practicing that. And then now, like in high school, I'm gonna be honest, they told us use calculators for everything. And, here and then here it's like, uh, how do you find this? I'm like, the hell is that? Can I what use is the value of sign? Yeah, like remember the, the the little circle, the pi, no, the no, pi no. circle, the area of a circle. No, the, no, 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 no. The the, the sine and cosine, the sagatoa, <laughs> <laughs> like pi over. Oh, because you kept doing a circle with your fingers. It was a circle. It's a little circle thingy. Girl, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, and then it's like, oh, how much is the sine? Like it's a triangle. Anyway, oh yeah, Sakatoa is a, a yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, your future you teachers, everybody. Uh, <laughs> your future teachers. Uh, uh. <laughs> Anyways, um, at the end of the day, we were talking about burnout, right? And <laughs> everybody is gonna have a burnout. So if you guys ever need, you know, just kind of more information about how to deal with burnouts, message us. We are more. We're than learning as we go. Okay, so happy um, to help with all. Yeah. All still learning too and you know we're just still trying to get better at it for example when something pisses you off just go <laughs> and that's what she does and what i do i just look at the person <laughs> okay you're like i just look at, <laughs> I just look at them i make them feel uncomfortable be like you feel uncomfortable yeah that's how i feel <laughs> no imagine me punching your face i'm oh just kidding God. no i'm kidding no the I'm just aggressive like, one <laughs> Can but, you tell you know, aggressive? Just, just, <laughs> just kind of, you know, brush things off your shoulder. And, you know, it, it is going to be hard in the beginning. But little by little, things will get better. And just know, like, you're not alone. And so at the end of the day, you know, let us know, like, have you ever felt like you've faced burnout? And if so, like, what do you plan on fixing it? What kind of things are you planning? Like, what kind of hobbies are you thinking of taking yeah. over? You know I mean? But, yeah. And this concludes the presentation. Oh, <laughs> we really need to find an ending. If I'm being completely honest, we still haven't found one. So like last know. one, how do I turn this thing off? Because my phone was like on the screen was black. Girl, and stop I'm talking. To We're trying to finish here. Oh. Um, thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>